welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the dangers of people-pleasing. Yesterday, we spent a lot of time diving into drawing boundaries and having a good balance And I tried to approach it from many different directions yesterday, so I hope you were able to keep up and follow along. In fact, if you're just now joining, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning and listen from the start. Well, I want to talk today a little bit more about how we can end the madness of people-pleasing. And so the next one I want to talk about is being honest, being very authentic with yourself. Okay, And, And I had talked a little bit about false humility yesterday about how sometimes we can lie to ourselves and assume that, you know, that we're doing okay when we know full well that we're jeopardizing our own uh, families or me time or, or the priorities that we should be having are getting neglected. And then that just tears us apart in the end. So in the end, it's always going to be dangerous because the feelings that you have after the fact are what are, make it dangerous, okay? The, the regret, the upset, the stuff that got neglected and now people are upset with you, um, you know, the, the self-sabotage that occurs and all the stuff we've already talked about really in, in terms of the, uh, the feelings that are produced from people-pleasing. Do you know why the field of psychology emerged in the first place? Well, it was to understand and value individual differences. In fact, the uniqueness of an individual is his, his or her most privileged possession and the beauty of their lives, then why is it taken away? So it is recommended that instead of hiding your authentic self, just to be liked by others, to impress others, to make people take notice in us, we take pride in who we are and acknowledge our unique needs and who we, in what makes us uh, the, the incredible human being that we were created to be. If your viewpoint does not match the other person, it's okay. It doesn't have to. In fact, you can even say something like, you know, we're just going to have to agree to disagree, right? Take ownership of how you feel and disagree with what doesn't align with your happiness. Keep in mind that you are very unique and always be honest with yourself. When you're honest with yourself, you can't go wrong. Okay, because you're always going to be in cognitive consonance. And I've mentioned that term before in the past. Uh, you may or may not have heard it, but that's when your heart and your head are in full agreement. And it gives you this sense of fulfillment and confidence and strength, inner strength, knowing that what you speak is completely from your heart and it's real and it's tangible. And people even respect you more for it. Whereas when you lie to yourself, you create cognitive dissonance. And that's a disagreement between your head and your heart. Now, let me just clarify what I mean by head and heart. Because your head is always communicating with your heart. You have neurons. You have 40,000 specialized neurons in your heart. And you have 100 billion neurons in your head. And actually, you have neurons throughout your body. But these neurons are constantly communicating with each other. And when there's this, this disagreement, I mean, one, I guess one good example would say this leader that's had a ton of college, they've got maybe a master's degree in leadership. 
So they know what they're supposed to do, but in their heart, there's always second guessing, questioning themselves, you know, lots of self-sabotage. That makes them come across as ill-confident. And when they're around their subordinates, oftentimes the subordinates can kind of pick up on this ill feeling, like there's just not, something just not right there, right? And it comes across even as phony at times. So we need to stay authentic with ourselves, okay? We need to be okay with not agreeing with everybody. We need to be okay with being different. We need to be okay with looking different. We need to be okay with with wherever we are in life, knowing that, that in our position, we've done our best to get where we are. And we don't have to keep up with the Joneses. We don't have to keep up with everybody else. And we don't have to cave into peer pressure. My goodness, if you cave into peer pressure, you're always going to have to live with the consequences, even if when you did it at the time, it seemed like the best thing to do. But if it if it did not, if it was not congruent with your heart and your mind, if it's not congruent with your core values or who you really are, if it's inauthentic, you're always going to pay a price in the end, okay? So it's really critical to take ownership of how you feel and disagree with what does not align with who you are and what really truly makes you happy, Okay? All right, so that requires some assertiveness. And that's, that's all this stuff is stuff that can be learned. It, it's not necessarily things you're born with or even taught earlier in life. And I wish, I really wish they would teach more of this kind of stuff in school. You know, in the younger years, boy, would that change our world. But they don't. So you have to pursue this. And often a person with people-pleasing behavior ends up doing so because the, the ineffective way to communicate their own viewpoint and so instead of communicating what they want, they just take a safe move by just being agreeable. Assertiveness is really a great a middle of the road. It's not passive. It's not aggressive. It's that nice, mature, you know, neutral place where you're, you're not afraid to disagree, but you're not lashing out at anybody that doesn't agree with you. So you're not getting angry, okay? But you're not being so passive that you're not willing to to step out and say what you really need to say in that situation and in, in a respectful manner, not in a, a mean tone, not in a vicious way attacking the other person, but just in a very mature, methodical, respectful tone. And really, I'm just telling you right now, the more you can practice assertiveness, the happier you're going to feel and the more you're going to see people respect you. Because think about it, passive people typically get run over a lot and assertive people get ignored and disrespected a lot. So we don't want either side of that continuum, right? We want to be right in the middle with assertiveness. And actually, assertiveness is a trait of someone who is highly emotional intelligent. So uh, think about that. I've got a little bit more I want to say on assertiveness uh, before we move on to the next point. But I am out of time today. So we'll come back tomorrow and finish it. This is Michelle Steppes. Reframe and rewire. Thank you for joining.